from the Auto Line Studios. Here is your host, John McElroy. I want to thank you all for joining us on AutoLine this week, where the discussion is all about revitalizing manufacturing in America. But to do that on a sustainable basis, we need to attract a new generation of young people to pursue manufacturing as a career. And I've got three experts in here to talk about that effort that's underway, people from government, the schools, and business. Joining us today are Mark Hackle, the county executive for Macomb, which is one of the largest counties in the state of Michigan. Michael DeVault is the superintendent for Macomb Intermediate Schools. And Larry Drake is the president and CEO of KUKA Systems North America, a company that makes all kinds of manufacturing equipment. We'll get into all that. But Mark, I want to start with you because Macomb County has done something very interesting that you're calling Manufacturing Day. And I'm so interested to see the county getting behind this effort. Explain a little bit of what you're doing. Well, we got behind it because I think it was the manufacturers in Macomb County, and there are 1,600 manufacturers in Macomb County. And uh, we realized that manufacturing is alive and well, and manufacturing matters in Macomb County and throughout the region and even in the state. You hear about, you know, is there really their need for manufacturing anymore? Well, there's no question about it. But the biggest problem we found when going to these manufacturers and having a conversation with them was this, uh, this pipeline for talent. In other words, how do we get that, that skilled trades gap uh, to kind of lessen up and how do we get the young people to understand that there's a career path opportunity? That's what we were hearing from our manufacturers. We need people to take these high-skilled, uh, these jobs that are available and uh, high-paying jobs, great-paying jobs, but there's just a disconnect uh, with the education system. So we realized, you know what, in celebration of Manufacturing Day, working with our planning department, we need to make that connection. And how do we bridge that gap and try to have conversation about this to create that opportunity for people to see exactly what's going on in these manufacturing facilities in Macomb County specifically. Mike, so explain what the educational aspect of this effort well, that, is. Well, uh, thank you very much for having us. This is a, an outstanding opportunity for us to talk about this issue that Mark has been uh, detailing here. We, we have a partnership in our county with all 21 districts and the county executive to uh, talk about this talent issue and with manufacturing. We've been working for a lot of years to try to promote this. It, uh, uh, curriculum has, 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 has gone different direction for a while where students were encouraged to, and the, uh, to look at these kind of careers and, and we've got a lot of work to do in that. So one of the first steps we thought was to have a day where hundreds of students got to visit manufacturers. We, 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 this is our, our second event. We've got other ones planned in the future. So we're both working from a curricular standpoint, working with our parents, working with our leadership and many of our manufacturers and our uh, companies in Macomb to try to create an atmosphere where people realize the opportunities and, and then it's my job to make certain that we do the right curricular changes and opportunities and talk to moms and dads about this, uh, I mean, about all these things that are both currently now and available to them. And we'll get into more details of that in a moment, but Larry, you represent a company that makes robots and all kinds of advanced manufacturing equipment. What's your interest in this effort? Well, it was really a, I would say a common platform we really happened to, I don't want to say stumble upon, but it, it turned out that the pipeline for people into our business kind of got shut off before 2009, and if you remember the downturn in the manufacturing economy. So we lost almost five, six, seven years of really good talent. They moved out of the state or the, the schools dried up, and, and so we were really struggling for what I would call medium technology or even high technology uh, real talent and, and even to the tune of uh, the great thing we found out working with Mark uh, in the last six months was we had a common deficiency of people. 
So by those guys teaming up with us and, and, and the guys in the government who are really basically trying to identify the, the requirements we have, we found that we have this, this great opportunity for kids, really kids, you know, to really look at it and get excited about manufacturing. And it's not just I'm loading a part or I'm not just I'm turning a screw. We have great jobs that we found out that are really, really attracting kids today that are 16, 17, 18. And, and, and we've established in, in a lot of ways a great pipeline, but we have, it's a little dry coming in. So what we need to do is kind of get the kids exposed to it. And this was a great opportunity for them to come in, meet our people. All together we were there. It was really kind of right, fun. Right. And, and they saw us together standing in front of the room. And, okay, some of the kids were wearing football jerseys and shorts. Right, and I said, okay, right. the one thing I need you to do is act like you want to have a job you know, and come to work. But I, I think we, we presented to them something that's a viable future. And really, in a great in a great world, they can make a lot of money. You know, and I, yeah, I know everybody a, there wants. There was a disconnect. I mean, we, we oh, realized in talking to. I mean, oh. going to the disconnect in what way? When I when I when I first uh, it's a new form of government in Macomb County, and so that being said, uh, it gave us a chance to really take a look at what we have. You know, what are our assets? And manufacturing is a huge asset in Macomb County. And it's not just automotive, by the way. No, right? no you're right. Uh, defense. I mean, uh, medical. I mean, it, aerospace. Even right. aerospace. Right. Some of the stuff he's doing. It's incredible what we talk about, and it crosses many different, uh, I guess, industries, if you will. But when I had the chance, I realized, you know what, this is important. Our planning department led by Steve Cass and Maria Zarda said, you need to get out there. You need to see what's going on with these manufacturing facilities because they need help. But we need to identify what is it that they're looking for. So when I went to the manufacturing facilities, KUKA and many others in Macomb County, I went to these plants, these facilities, absolutely incredible facilities. If you actually look at the inside and what's going on, it's not what we once thought of where our grandfathers, our grandparents kind of worked in these manufacturing facilities. Beautiful facilities, high tech, and you're thinking there's some great opportunities for kids that maybe are looking for a different career path, but there's no connection for the schools to really understand what's happening there. So how do we pair this up? How do we make this connection? We work with the ISD. 20 of the 21 school districts, this is what just happened this last manufacturing day, participated. There are 21 school districts in Macomb County, 20 of them, nearly 100% participation, about 1,200 kids went in for the various tours. There were, I think there was 41 right. tours in total of 31 different plants or facilities in Macomb County. And I tell you, it was an eye-opener, even from the exit interviews from these kids. Many of them said, you know what, I never thought about that as a career path, but by God, what great opportunities that are here. So obviously, I think it was that partnership and bringing it together and listening. And to John, as a follow-up for your, uh, we're also planning a follow-up in December. We're having a manufacturing evening expo at the community college where parents, counselors, and, and other people will be able to sit down, talk to employers to make to try to fit their schedule so they can learn about this, these kind of needs. You just said a key thing, getting the right. parents involved. Because exactly. as you well know, so right. many parents say, oh, don't go into manufacturing. Exactly. All you're right. going to do is get laid off. How well, do you break through well, that? Well, you're right. And, 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 and that's part of the history that, w that, that we have a job to educate parents. Parents want the best for their children. They want them to be employed. Uh, that, that, that Since coming out of this recession, countless parents want the best opportunities. We've got, I mean, Two-thirds of all the jobs uh, that we have here in America and that we'll have by 2020 require post-secondary but less than a bachelor's degree. So there's a sweet spot in there that, that we can help. That they get great opportunities here. So we have to let parents know these opportunities are here because it's a parent and child counselor kind of combination choice. And I think once people get information, because we've got 15,000 kids in the county now that are in career and technical education, one of the largest programs in the metropolitan area. So that we're already seeing some of the success, but there is, there is a great need to do more. Larry, your, KUKA is a German-based company. Mm -hmm. They, in Germany, as you well know, do great in terms of vocational training. They, they, right. they do a great job. Is there anything that KUKA has been able to 
take lessons learned from Germany and transplant yeah, them in when Macomb? I over there, um, I was responsible for the German company for two years, and, and I was shocked when I was going through the budgets because we were just after 2009. We have huge budgets for apprenticeships, huge. Uh, not tens of people, but hundreds of people that we were putting through. And it's a commitment. Clearly, it's a commitment. You got a budget for that, though. Yeah, and we used to have it here. Mm -hmm. Macomb Community College used to have, we, when I started this business in the, in the early 80s, we used to have 30, 40 kids, design engineers, right. coming out of the colleges, and it was totally supported. Paul Gould, you might have remembered him, he ran that whole operation. And that all fell apart because the investment for that kind of went away. And that's the difference. I would say between what these two gentlemen are pushing and what we had in the past. We're making a commitment, okay, our commitment clears because we need them. You know, our future is dedicated to having these kids on board. I think we broke through a little bit with those That's guys, right. at least a little bit of a, oh, yeah. um, my impression talking to the kids, of course, one kid came up to me with the football jersey and he said, hey, uh, the, the job I want is yours. I said, <laughs> get into the game, you'll get it. Right. <laughs> it's going to take you some time. I said, but in reality, mindset. <laughs> in reality, the thing that we, and I'm not saying just KUKA, there's lots of great companies in this area. Our competitors and plus our partners have, have really a high-tech, let's say, two-year degree opportunity where these people can make real sustainable middle-class dollars and then move their way up. And, and I, I have a two-year degree. I'm not a, you know, a, uh, I always tell my people, my, my assistant's probably more qualified than I am to do my job. But in reality, this business allows you to stop up and it always has. It always has, and Macomb County is a perfect place for that because we've been able to start out of a community two-year degree. If we could get more kids out of a two-year degree with some math, we need math, we need science. Exactly. I mean, let's not be foolish. We have to have some. There's still some STEM. Yeah, exactly and, and, right. and that's your job. Right. Okay, you've got to give us those kids, and, and the thing we left those kids with is the three things we need, and we need them to come with a good attitude, right. ready to work, and we'll take them the rest of the way for the most part. And we need them, we need them to, to come to us at least with their – and I got the impression the kids in there, I was really impressed with them. Um, you know, at first you're afraid they're sitting there like, okay, just another vacation day, right? <laughs> but by the end of the day, I saw them leaning forward, and, and I, 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 I was excited that they asked questions. You know, and we were walking around with them going through things. And we showed them really, John, we showed them three things. We showed them how we start in engineering. And, of course, engineering today is different than it was 20 years ago when we drew on a, you know, like I started on a paper. Today it's all three-dimensional, so they relate to it completely relate to it. It's all, we can sit in a room, we can see things 3D, how a machine works and how a car gets built or an airplane gets built or a helicopter. The next thing we showed them was actually how you put it together, you machine it, you, you do the, what we would always in the history of life in our town here called Fab and Machine where we would do the tough stuff, the, the mechanical pipe and wire. And then we took them into the, the future which is all the things are going to be done three-dimensionally or 3D wise into and um, I say offline, and then we build it into the car plant. So we can turn over a car plant in, let's say, three, four weeks. And that's got to be done offline digital, and that's really where the excitement was for them. They can be a mechanic, but they can really in, you know, incorporate their skills and their knowledge from, I know it sounds crazy, but some of our best kids that we're putting through our KUKA College are kids that play video games. Of course, absolutely. Exactly. Let, let's go back to the parents, though, a minute. Mark, you're a successfully elected politician. Clearly, you know how to connect with people. <laughs> how do you connect with these parents to make them say, yeah, you know, maybe my kids ought to go into this? And, and you're exactly right. That becomes the crux of it. In other words, you can show them all this, but how do they get an understanding? This may be something that's for me. You know, there's some kids that want to take a path and go to the four-year, get their four-year degree, and then figure out where to go from there. Uh, I think a lot of what's happening within the schools is we're just telling them that that's the path you need to go. 
know, whereas many of them want to work with their hands, but they just haven't been introduced to that or seen that. And that's what we're trying to create is an opportunity for them to have a choice. There's opportunities out there for them to have a career path and getting paid while they're going to school because it's not just a commitment. I mean, Larry's talking about the commitment. It's an investment that these manufacturers are making in these kids. They're offering apprenticeship programs, internship programs. They're inviting them to come on in to see what kind of talent they have, and they're gonna pay them based upon that commitment that they're gonna have to the company and say, you know what, while you're here, while you're working, you're learning about this trade. You're learning something very specific, but you're also getting paid while you're doing it, and you're getting an education. It's a tremendous career path for some of these kids that just need to be introduced to it, whether it's through the schools and or for parents to realize, hang on a second, this is, this is something that could be a great opportunity for these kids as opposed to just getting a four-year degree and not knowing where to go and just having bills to pay afterwards. And that's happening quite a bit as well. Talk about manufacturing for a second. If you look at the, the requirements for robots in our environment, our workforce is aging. Let's, let's not lie to ourselves for the most part. The, new, the future technologies are robots. We all got them introduced, what, in the 70s? in the body shops and not so much in the trim shops, but certainly the paint shops talking automotive. If you take a look at the future uh, requirements for robots, which is really where we're not, I'm a systems company, but we have a robot company that I'm associated with called KUKA. And the requirement for those guys and the tools that they bring to the table is going to be sustained for, for generations ahead of us because of the requirements for automation and light automation in our industries. So we're excited about bringing this to these kids that they know I got a career, I know someone got a job. Big difference. And, and it's not a career where I'm sitting there doing something that's, that's uh, been perceived in the past as rust bucket stuff. It's really, really okay. high tech and it's really fun. And, and when they get it, yeah, we have robots you can talk to or you can move and you can uh, work right with. And that's the future of robotics in our country where we're working together with them, not right. just across the fence. A lot of these kids, I don't think, realize that it's interesting when Larry talks about that, you know, degrees, whether you have it or don't have it. I was one of those kids, too, coming out of it, uh, coming out of high school, not really sure what I wanted to do. I never thought about manufacturing. I got into law enforcement at first and uh, worked my way through the department while I was going to college. And then obviously got to a point where I would have never expected being elected as a county sheriff in my own county that I lived in and now county executive. But when I looked and I talked to many of those that are owning or running manufacturing facilities, uh, the CEOs, Many of them will tell you that's how they started. They started right there on that ground floor. They were just working in a facility, not really sure where they were going to go, but got an education while they did it, and then they realized this became their passion. This is something that they truly enjoyed, and, well, I'll tell you what, I, mean, I think Larry's doing extremely well for himself, but so too are those that are actually working in that plant and that facility. So I, I think a lot of kids just don't realize there's a tremendous opportunity for them uh, to find their passion if they choose an opportunity in manufacturing. And I also think, John, I mean, we, I mean, we've had some mixed messages coming out by leadership and government others that, that, that this was not a path to success. Mm, good point. Science and math is an integral part of all these jobs, whether it's mechatronics, uh, engineering, machine tool. We, 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 I, I don't think we as adults have done a good job in terms of talking to our students and, and our parents about that because there really is no difference between good curriculum and manufacturing and finding a good job. They all should be together. What I'm proud about is, is in our county, and uh, we have less than a million people in our county, but we work together. Those are, that's the kind of attitude I think that you need to do. We've got a middle college with several hundred kids getting that in high school, international baccalaureate, and, and this manufacturing is another component. None of these are separate. I mean, they have to work together to try to give kids opportunity and the motivation so they see a path to uh, employment and growth. Mike, uh, 
both Larry and Mark touched on something very interesting. Right. Uh, apprenticeships, Mark said, you know, right. uh, getting paid while you learn it. Yes. That's one of the rallying right. cries that right. I've heard. More apprenticeships, not mm-hmm. internships. Right. You know, internships, maybe you're getting coffee or shuffling right. paper. Right. That With an apprenticeship, you have a career goal. You're getting paid. Exactly. You've got a job at the other end of the line when you get right. through that. What are the schools doing, or can you work with businesses We're to trying create to work more with of that? You know, I, mean, I mean, that was... Yeah. When I was going to high school, there was a lot more of that, and, and uh, mm-hmm. all of us probably now. But that's coming back in. You see articles written about that. You see businesses stepping up to do that. And I think it, because there's such a shortage of skilled trade personnel, we see businesses doing those kind of partnerships. And isn't we, that a key thing that you're saying? We're not just talking key. about white collar. No, no, We're talking no. blue collar too. All, the, these are these are engineering. These are these are welding. These. Uh, uh, machine tool, uh, electronics, all of those have applications to the industries. And, and uh, uh, so we just want to keep promoting those opportunities. And I think with those apprentice programs, I mean, working with the U.S. Department of Labor, there has to be the educational component. And I think that's what's being right. offered by many of these uh, manufacturing mm-hmm. right now, realizing, you know what, we'll, we'll give you that opportunity. Come on in and work. We're going to pay you while you do it. And we're going to help through the education process as well. They are investing, not just committing, investing in these kids. Think future. about this, John. We, we talked this to the kids, and I, of course, they all, their eyes all light up when we talk about dollars and cents. I think that, you know, at the end of the day, <laughs> you we got, got their attention. We start uh, with you exactly right. I know it did. sounds crazy. But <laughs> in, in reality, I want them to know the real facts. The real facts right. are that if you came really with a two-year degree to our company right now, our, our development path is, is we'll start you out at $15 an hour and teach you robots in three months. Right. Three months. It's crazy that right. these kids can pick this up, and they do, and we got great exactly. retention. After three months, if they pass and they make the first grade, which we get pretty good results, 18, uh, 80% right now, we're giving them $18. And then within a year, they, they, they go on OJT, which is what you said. We really need on-the-job training where people really touch, feel, get their job done. After a year, these kids are making 20 25 Now, a lot of it's because there's a shortage. It's a supply and demand issue, which is why... KUKA and every company like mine is investing in this because we need it. Uh, at the end of the day, it's all economics. And if these guys can, can supply it and get the pipeline where it's more than just, hey, we got a sale this week, as you were mentioning earlier in our discussion, it's really a, a strategic way to go. And we can show them a real career path. I, I'm not a big fan of career paths. I'm a, I'm a fan of development paths. I'll develop you to be the best you can be. Mm-hmm. And then it's on your own. You, you knock yourself out. I'm not going to tell you you're going to be the CEO because there's not everybody can be the CEO. But I guarantee you one thing. We'll give you a clear, definite path to developing yourself, we lose a lot of those kids after three years. But that's a great thing. Think about that. It's a great thing for those guys because they went out and got more money. And I got to love them. They got kids. They got families. They got things they got to take care of. They'll come back once they find out Cook is the best place to be. <laughs> and, it, and also, too, in Macomb County, what we're doing is uh, they can even, uh, when we talk about college and education and a two-year degree, they're starting working on their two-year degree while they're in high school yeah, right now. Absolutely. And the program that they worked out right. with the ISD and the various school districts within That's the true. county and our uh, the, the president of the college right now, Jim right. Jacobs, right. have worked out an opportunity for kids to get credit towards a college degree or associate degree while in high school. Those t- and, and it's one of the largest in the whole state of Michigan. We're very proud of it. I have to also say, you know, we've got some companies that are doing stipends for kids. Uh, they've got, we've got some, uh, 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 we actually have adopted some of the German kind of educational models. We've integrated in some of those are in our partnerships. So we're just getting, I mean, we've, we've been working on this for three or four years, John, and uh, uh, we're excited about the possibilities. You're all giving me great anecdotal uh, uh, examples. How do you measure your success? How, how do you track whether what you're doing is truly successful? I measure our success when, when students complete the uh, classes and they, act, and they complete the CED, 
CTE programs. They get some meaningful job experience. And we actually have five-year surveys. We survey every graduating class five years annually. And I know where they're at. I know I, I survey and find out what, are they satisfied with their jobs? How much you mean education? after they've graduated? Absolutely. You go and track Absolutely. them down I and track them down. I have data on that. I know how many kids have gone on and, and gotten four-year degrees, two-year degrees, and, and we use that as a metric to go back and assess our programs. And, and what I will do, and we've been doing that now. For, I'm going to find out whether that uh, that talent pipeline, if, it's, uh, <laughs> if there's still a need. Right. In other words, if all of a sudden they're telling me, "My goodness, you wouldn't believe we got kids," uh, you know, and the schools are starting to gear their programming towards you know these opportunities uh, working within these manufacturers. If they're starting to tell us, "My." We're doing great. I mean, it's incredible the amount of uh, people that are applying for these jobs. That's going to be something that uh, we're going to look at. And, and as a CEO of a, a company in this, how do you measure whether this is all working? Well, for us, this is the danger of, of uh, swinging left, swinging right. You know, uh, technology has changed so fast, even in our lives. I hate to admit it, but in our lives, I never thought I'd be talking into a phone and, you know, texting my boss across the world. At the end of the day, um, our ability and in, in, in the private sector has the ability to swing left, swing right faster than public sector. And then they have to try to keep up with us. And because we're so close, because we are in Macomb County, because we are working with the, the local school districts, it's easier for us to, to guide them in the direction we want to go. And by having these days, these manufacturing days, where we can really communicate one-to-one, we can then tell them, here's our needs, and here's our future, and here's where we're taking the company. And, and that allows us to be a little more flexible to what the needs of the market is. And our success factor is retention, in reality. Mm-hmm. And um, so we measure our retention pretty heavily because that's really, a, you know, we're investing dollars in these people, and we want to certainly get some kind of retention in that. Right now it's been extremely successful, but that's because the market is so hot. It really is. And I think by the participation of what you brought together here for this panel is a prime example of what's going on in Macomb County, and I think we're doing it right. You're bringing government along with education as well as the industry together to help figure out what is that issue. And right now it's that, uh, it's that talent pipeline. How do we close that skills uh, gap to, to try to get uh, you know, people connected to possible career choices and opportunities? And this isn't just a one-day event. This is a continuation, right. and the working relationship is going to continue on. And quite honestly, I don't see this happening anywhere else within the state of Michigan but in Macomb County at this point. Well, look, this is why I wanted to do the show. Hopefully we inspire a whole bunch of people all around the country to pick up what you guys are doing. But, Mike, let me get back to you. It's great to have a manufacturing day. Is there any way to take this down into the classrooms on an ongoing basis? How do you bring teachers into this? We have... Just the other night, we, we had 500 teachers in our building with all uh, with many, many different employers and sat down and had breakout sessions to talk about this so that we want to continue that. And, and, and we do that several times a year in communication uh, with our uh, CTE work groups. It, it, it's, it's, it's sustained kind of, I mean, work. We have also a philosophy that if they're successful, we're successful. If I'm successful, he's successful. That's the kind of attitude you have to have. It's not separate and distinct. All of these parties have to work together and all have to be trying to support the other. And, 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 and uh, that's, our, that's been my view in my entire career. And uh, so the teachers are getting more aware of this. Yes. Are, are they yes. going to incorporate this in their curriculum right, or, right. or it, where does it, it go and, from here? And there's competition for time for students. Of course there is. As you know, you, 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 you see that across. So, so we try to, uh, our uh, career prep uh, administrators and Teachers, we work with our principals, our superintendents. Uh, um, our superintendents even uh, participate in manufacturing day on two or three times. Uh, earlier this uh, past spring, I, I put the superintendents on a bus and, and uh, just for superintendents, and we toured all kinds of manufacturing facilities for them to see, to get a scope of it, to look at what's happening. And uh, that was a successful day also, too, and, and Mark was part of that. So, Mark, 
<laughs> what would you advise others who are listening to this and maybe going, hmm, maybe we ought to look at this? What were some of the things that really, from your vantage point, brought this all together? I think it was just a matter of listening to what's going on in the industry and realizing right. this is a huge component of what goes on in Macomb County. Our economy is uh, manufacturing. So, you know, my advice to, to those that are actually listening, if it's uh, someone that is looking for a career path and they happen to be somebody in a high school, is, my gosh, uh, there's opportunities for you, not just going for a four-year degree. If you're looking to work with your hands, make money while you're working and, uh, you know, find that opportunity as far as the path you would like to go, there might be something you'll develop or find as a passion in manufacturing. It's far different than what it was once before. As I mentioned, you know, many of our parents and our grandparents uh, were working in these industries or facilities. A lot different. And I'm telling you, very high-tech, good-paying jobs that are there. And so my job is going to be to continue to work with these individuals and uh, try to figure out how do we make that connection for kids looking for this or others that maybe want to train in a different industry, even as adults, uh, to, to find a different, uh, I guess, pathway than what they're already uh, in right now. Larry, same question. What advice would you give to other CEOs in this field? Well, I think that Cuckoo is just one of many that everybody went to. I think they mentioned that. So we were just lucky to be asked to come here. Um, in a lot of ways, we had a wonderful day. And I think you have to open your, I think most corporations are going to do the right thing for their shareholders. Let's face it, that's our job. That's who I report to. But the, the right thing for our shareholders is to get a, a long-term relationship that then feeds the future. Because this year's great, but people ask me, what's next year? i got to do my budgets, blah, blah, blah. So at the end of the day, it's really building a foundation. And, and for me, this is a great step. The question is, what are the next steps? Because, okay, Macomb County is maybe ahead. I, I, I think so because okay, I grew up here. But at the end of the day, I think that you have to say, what's our next step? And our next step is, is how do we then really, really take right. what Mike is saying and, and work it into, okay, we got to react to the market. It moved. We just took on huge hundreds of millions of dollars with the contracts from Seattle, from Boeing and from Bell Helicopter and from Northrop Grumman. Contracts we never had five years ago, only because of our expertise, well, our, my people's expertise, not mine, um, and, and the automation that we're doing. And that just created, uh, we're up 200% uh, in employment just because of that. And we can't get the people to support that. He's exactly right. We can't compete and win in the United States of America if we don't have uh, an absolute push in these kind of programs, and, and both to develop talent and, and, and merge education with these opportunities. It's, it's our survival. It's really what our nation should be uh, all about, I think. Well, that's the perfect note, I think, to wrap up this discussion okay. on. We're down to the end here. But I want to thank all three of you for coming in. This has been a fascinating discussion. I hope we motivate others to follow it, too, because manufacturing can be revitalized in America. And as you've all pointed out, there's a lot of good-paying jobs in it. So Mark Hackle, Macomb County Executive, Mike DeVault, the Superintendent of Macomb Intermediate Schools, and Larry Drake, President and CEO of KUKA Systems North America, thank you for coming on Autoline this week. Thanks, thank and you I hope you all enjoyed this discussion as much as I did.